Hey, this is Lori from Hike, where we share stories that inspire us to explore, wander, and live. So it's been a little hectic on my end. I'm actually moving into a new home and everything is just a little bit upside down these days. So I'm recording this from my new office and I'm looking forward to really settling into this new place. I'm also getting ready for a work trip to California at the end of this month and looking forward to getting maybe a couple of hikes in, looking at some possible uh, camping sites near Mount Whitney and in the Sequoia National Park. So I'll let you know what I end up doing. But for today's episode, I'm going to share with you a little bit about Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore. It's located in Empire, Michigan. It's right on Lake Michigan, which has also been called the Third Coast, if you've heard that before. I went up for the day to do some exploring and hiking. Today, I'll talk a little about what's great about visiting Sleeping Bear Dunes and a couple of other things to do while you're there. But first, let's talk a little bit about the history and find out why is it called Sleeping Bear Dunes. So there's a legend of Sleeping Bear taken from the Anishinaabe legend of the Manitou Islands and Sleeping Bear Dune. Once long ago, across the Great Lake in Wisconsin, there was terrible hunger and many people and animals died. A bear and her two little cubs, desperate for food, left that place to swim the long distance to the other side of the lake. After a while, the cubs became very tired, and so the bear said, Try hard, the land is not very far. But gradually the bears weakened. Exhausted, one cub sank into the water when they were within sight of the land, and soon after the other one also drowned. The bear's heart was broken, but she could do nothing. She waded ashore and climbed the bluff to lay down, looking out on the water where her cubs had died. However, both of them surfaced as two little islands, and so the bear still lies there now, looking after her children. So yes, those are the Manitou Islands and Sleeping Bear Dunes. Western Michigan actually has the largest freshwater dune system in the world, and Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore provides over 70,000 acres of natural habitat. There's waters, beaches, dunes, and forests, including a small stand of old-growth cedars that's estimated at 500 years old that uh, remains on South Manitou Island. So the first thing you should do is make your stop at the Philip A. Hart Visitor Center. So when you get up to Empire, you can go to the Visitor Center and pick up materials, buy souvenirs, get your parks pass, and go through exhibits. I actually picked up a very cool poster. I can't wait to hang it up into my office. And of course, some postcards to send out. So a couple of you will be getting some of those, hopefully soon. So what is it that you can see and do at um, Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore? Well, there's over 100 miles of trails, and those have different degrees of difficulty. You can go backcountry camping and hiking in the Manitou Islands, and there's a ferry service from May to September out of Leland, Michigan. There's also some different campgrounds to stay at, so you'll want to check that out to see about making reservations. And one of the things that actually Sleeping Bear Dunes is known for is for stargazing because they truly do have dark skies. And actually the day that I was up there, there was an event that night. I really wish um, I could have stayed for that. And it was doing um, a stargazing event that night. 
In the wintertime, you can also go cross-country skiing or snowshoeing. Um, so that's something I definitely want to get back up there during the wintertime, take my snowshoes, and have a little fun up there. So at the Visitor Center, there are some great little hiking maps. So you can pick up a booklet. Um, it's only like 2 or $3, so it's a very small donation. You can pick that up. And actually, when I look at it, it has like 17 different trailheads. Um, it talks about um, each trail, how to get to the trail. And there's also something um, called uh, the Trail Trekker Challenge. And you know I'm all about the challenges. So um, that challenge is for hikers who want a challenge, a new program has been developed by two students at Glen Lake Schools that gives prizes and recognition to those who hike all 14 mainland trails in one year. So it's called the Trail Trekker Challenge. There's a record book so you can keep track of your hikes. You pick it up at the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore Visitor Center. And when you've hiked all of the trails, bring your completed record book back to the Visitor Center and you get a little prize and then you get your name on the park website. So I think that's a great thing to do as a family to encourage your kids or, or just for yourself to get out there and, and hike them all. So um, the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore also requires a fee for entry, but just so you know, there are some National Park Service fee-free days. So the next one is August 25th, but you can go out and find an entire list through some of the links on my show notes. If you don't have a lot of time, one of the most essential things to do is the Pierce Stocking Scenic Drive. So this is going to give you a little bit of everything. You're going to go through some beautiful forests as well as get views of the dunes. And it's a 7.5 mile loop. Give yourself plenty of time to enjoy it, especially during the high season in the summer or during the fall change of, change of season. So um, they recommend about 90 minutes. So besides some great views of the dunes, one of the cool things you can see in photograph is a covered bridge with um, the National Park Service placard on it. Another essential stop is to do the dune climb, but make sure you're prepared with sunscreen, good shoes, plenty of water. Um, I had done that um, a few years ago, actually, when I first went up to Sleeping Bear Dunes. Uh, this time I was able to go on the Empire Bluff Trail, which is really one of the quintessential hikes to go out because of its outstanding views of Lake Michigan, South Bar Lake, Empire, and Sleeping Bear Dunes. So it's not a very long trail. It's moderate. Um, it's about a mile and a half round trip, but you can extend past the boardwalk and make it a little bit of a longer hike as well. Um, so that's uh, what I did is went a little bit beyond the boardwalk and we were able to um, get a little more um, time away from the crowds. I also recommend doing a sunset hike out here if you have a chance. So the sunset, um, the sunsets are just spectacular. If you haven't seen one on Lake Michigan, you really need to. So I would recommend maybe doing a sunset hike um, at Empire Bluffs. Uh, a little bit more about the hike, you'll start out through the forest and a little bit over the midway point to the bluff, you have this just amazing view off to the right. With a bench to sit at, you can just be out there, enjoy the view, and uh, you know, sit there and take it all in. There are some ups and downs, some stairs. I would say it's not really great for strollers, though I 
did see one on the trail that day. Some other things to do um, if you're out in Sleeping Bear uh, Dunes and the surrounding area, there's the Sleeping Bear Heritage Trail. It's a 22 mile hard surface trail that goes from Empire through Grand Haven and Glen Arbor to Bohemian Road. It's a great one for the entire family. If you're looking for a longer adventure, you can take the ferry across to the Manitou Islands. So something that uh, you should check out for South Manitou, it has some really unique historical features. It has a few shipwrecks and you're able to visit an old growth stand of cedars. So uh, you can spend uh, several hours doing that hike uh, to go through the South Manitou Island trails. There's about 10 miles of trails overall. And, you know, really the part of the highlights are being able to visit the village, you can climb a lighthouse, and you can get up close to a shipwreck. Day trips are available in the summer, and you can camp overnight in designated backcountry campgrounds um, for multiple days. So there's, you know, a map you can pick up where you can look at the hikes around South Manitou Island and also North Manitou Island, which is a little bigger and that one has about 20 miles of trails and it's more of a wilderness experience. So if you're looking for a wilderness experience, go to North Manitou. If you want to see the village and go and see the shipwrecks and some of the other um, things such as the old cemetery and you know different campgrounds, go visit the South Manitou Island. And for something outside the park boundaries, you know, there's plenty to do in the surrounding cities, whether you're visiting Traverse City, which is not very far um, east of Empire, or um, part of, you know, Cleveland or Glen Arbor or any of the other um, areas that are close by. You can also do some wine tasting. That's what I was able to do. So went to visit Leland All Cellars for wine tasting. And it was probably from uh, the Empire Bluff Trail, I would say it was about a 50 minute drive to get there. They have free wine tasting. You actually get five different samples and uh, they are the oldest winery in Michigan. You'll find wines on their menu that aren't available anywhere else but there. Uh, the service was wonderful. Um, I think it's just a great spot to visit after you've spent some time hiking on the trails. I would say that if you're going in the summertime, prepare to be among the crowds. You can try to avoid some of that by doing a weekday trip and getting you know, your hikes in early in the day. Uh, fall is also going to be a busy time with the changing of colors and a lot of people going up to see that. It's a very beautiful area. If you enjoy winter activities, I would check out Sleeping Bear during the winter months to do some cross-country skiing or snowshoeing. That's definitely what I plan to do. Pets are welcome on many of the beaches as long as you comply with leash rules and of course clean up after them. Remember all of the leave no trace principles. There are some specific areas and trails that do not allow pets such as the dune climb so please plan ahead to make sure you're not leaving your pet um, in a very hot car while you're in those spots where you're not allowed to have pets out on the trail. And just in general, remember to leave no trace because the dunes are really a fragile ecological habitat for many different species. Protecting this area will make it so that many more generations can enjoy it. Thanks again for listening. If you're interested in learning more about Sleeping Bear Dunes,
and seen some amazing photographs that people have taken, please visit my show notes. I have some links to some blogs, to some National Park Service um, information, and just things that you can use and resources to review so you can make your trip the best possible. I want to thank you again for supporting the show and for taking a listen. As I'm here moving into my new place, um, getting settled in, there's lots more to come from the podcast and some upcoming interviews and gear reviews to give you a sneak peek. I got the Garmin um, InReach Mini and I'll be doing a review of that in one of my next shows. So please be looking out for that. Also, if you want to connect with me, give me some um, ideas and thoughts around what you would like to hear next, please visit my show notes and drop me a line. Also, if you're interested in supporting the show, please take a look at the show notes and find out more about ways you can get more bonus material and connect with me personally. So until next time, see you on the trail.